0: This is the Collective Ambition Podcast. Hey, what's going on? Leon here. And we are currently at a nice Airbnb with a bunch of bunch of guys. And it's beautiful. And um, today we had uh, one of our mastermind calls. Ooh, it's steep here. This is really nice. We have three of these little cabins here. One of them here and another one there. And then here in my garage... Nah, no Lamborghinis here, of course, but uh, it's cool, we're here for a weekend and in one of the Masterminds calls that we had today, in the group calls, one of the guys brought up um, the book of So Good They Can't Ignore You. Basically, the point that he makes in that book is that you shouldn't be following your passion. We actually got a pretty good discussion going there um, because he makes the point that if you start getting good at something, you actually start enjoying it and it becomes a passion. And uh, yeah, one of the guys asked, hey, do you agree with that? Because he was currently getting into something that, um, or was doing something where he um, wasn't sure if he actually liked it, but he's trying it out and he was making money and he wasn't too sure if it's actually a passion of his. And um, what, what we discovered was kind of like that, there's two different types of passions that you should be looking for when you're starting something and I absolutely think that you should start something where you have a passion for it or a natural tendency to do that anyways because I can tell you my first business I did something I wasn't passionate about it was I don't know if I should be saying the niche because I sold the business and in the contract it says I have to ask the buyers whether I'm allowed to talk about it publicly anyways it was a niche a niche. A niche a niche um, that uh I had nothing to do at all uh it was something that I will never have to do anything with it was wasn't products these weren't products that I was excited about at all, and the um, activities in the business i didn't enjoy them either so there's these two parts first of all, are you passionate about the topic that you're getting into with that business and second of all uh is it something where the day-to-day activities that you do is something that complements your natural abilities and tendencies, uh, being who you are, being what you do best, where you, for example, you socialize, you interact with people, or you are solving complex problems with your pure brain power, whatever that might be, it's different for everyone. So, um, and in my first business, I didn't have either. It was just horrible. It's just a horrible experience. Every day was a grind and not the cool, yeah, grind, but like, oh, fuck, grind, that grind where it was like I had to push myself. And yes, it was a means to an end. Uh, And I reached that end. I sold that business for a ton of cash. And um, it helped me achieve the goals that I had set for myself, which was back then I, yeah, I wanted to move back to Australia because I was forced to leave the country, had to leave my girlfriend behind was back in Europe and I the only way I found to actually come back was to build a business that would allow me to make money online. So uh, I ended up doing that, achieved that goal and um, it wasn't a pleasant experience at all and I knew that this the next thing that I would start would be something that I'm passionate about. And um, what I realized was that I could actually start something that I'm passionate about, which is this community, this group, bringing people together, but then also, could still be a grind if i'm not doing the tasks that actually i enjoy doing so you can start a business at uh, or get into a business or start a new project where you are really passionate about the topic of playing golf you love golf and you want to get into that niche there's tons of things you can do you can go to golf events you can become a an agency for I don't know, marketing these events. You could become an e-commerce store. Uh, You could start a magazine where you interview golf players. Um, Whatever that might be, but what matters is the day-to-day activities that you'll be doing in that business. And um, what I said to the guy on the call was, Hey, if um, if you started that business now that you really enjoyed, and you love the topic, let's say it's biohacking or health, but you're doing tasks that you don't enjoy day to day, you're not going to like it. And um, I believe it's actually better to be doing something where you enjoy the activity, but you might not like the topic that much. But if you tick off both of them, it's just boom. You, You are working with a topic that you love anyways, that you're always reading up on, that uh, you could listen to tons of podcasts, read tons of books about, and just think about when you are currently in a weekend trip on a, on a retreat with some some guys and enjoying your time. You would still think about these topics and you're obsessed with them, but then also secondly, are you actually doing the day to day tasks that you enjoy so th- that's different for everyone like he actually told me that he really loves doing um Click funnel stuff he loves setting up funnels he loves the technical stuff making it really smooth making it look nice and cool and the copy and and uh, setting it up and then uh, yeah making it really fresh and, and cool and uh, yeah figuring out all these technical details and I absolutely fucking hate that shit I hate that shit when I do that I get drained and uh, I have a really short temper with that because I'm like fuck this. And uh, all I can do with that is literally delegate it to someone else. Um, But then he told me that he hates being in front of a camera. He just hates it. He just doesn't want to do it. Um, And I actually enjoy it. It actually gives me energy. It's easy for me. It comes natural to me to just flip on a camera and start talking. Um, So, yeah, that's basically it. So, and I, I also said to him that I have a buddy who was really, yeah, you could say passionate about his e-commerce business when it was doing good. So uh, when you actually like something because you got good at it, I think it's very likely that when it stops working well and you're not doing as good anymore, at some point maybe you have a competitor coming in or there's someone that's better than you and your results are going down then you you lose your interest because that's what actually happened to him. So whenever the business wasn't doing too well or it wasn't growing, he was like, oh, it's kind of a chore. But then other times when I would call him up, he'd be like, man, we're growing so fast. It's so cool. Like I'm actually, I actually like it now. So it's like this up and down that's kind of dependent on the results because you like the results. And it's easy to take action when you see immediate results, right? So it's easy to go to the gym if every time you went to the gym, you would add one kilo of muscle, like be going every day right Um, and uh, yeah so I don't think I agree with that that statement of don't follow your passion because you're gonna enjoy start enjoying something uh, once you get good at it there's there's definitely a point to that but uh, going into a business and uh, just hoping that you'll figure out your passion and purpose during that time because you get good at it i don't think that's a good way to go about it um didn't happen for me i was doing pretty well in my e-commerce business sold it successfully had competitors try to screw me over with lawyers because that's the only way they tried to compete with me but um yeah didn't enjoy it It didn't last and uh you want to have something where you can get through the tough times and still enjoy it because you just love the doing And you love the topic because that's what you spent your time with anyways. So, yeah, that's basically it. That's basically it about that. So these two topics, figure out what are the topics that you like. You probably know that already because you're already thinking about it. Maybe it's entrepreneurship or health or it's baseball or it's video games or it's um, nature. Biology, whatever it is, like there's tons of opportunities. And then figuring out what business, what vehicle of business could I choose um, where I could every day do what I enjoy the most? So it could be solving menial little problems that uh, are hard to crack. Once you crack them, it's like, yes. Or it's the big picture stuff, brainstorming, having ideas, and then having a team that implements it. Or maybe it is networking, getting in touch with people, speaking in front of a camera. Typical ENFJ stuff, um, ENFJ personality type. And um, yeah, he was an INTJ, the guy that asked that question. So he um, he didn't enjoy uh, being in front of a camera, and he kind of felt that pressure of like, oh, but everyone says you need to be doing content. You need to be putting out content, otherwise you go out of business. I don't think so. If you don't like it in front of a camera, don't do it. Figure out a content uh, medium that you like, that complements your skills, maybe you like writing, then just do that because your writing is going to be so much better. You're going to do more of it because you enjoy it. You don't have to push yourself to do it. And um, yeah, much much easier that way. Um, And then once you figure that out, I think shit gets so easy. And uh, that's something I figured out for myself. Uh, Actually, when I sat down and I started journaling about who I am What I've noticed about myself the patterns that I've seen also looking back into my childhood asking my my family members my friends What do you notice about me about my behavior as a child or as a friend or what do you rely on me most for? Um, What do you think I'm I'm exceptionally good at and? um, yeah You see you see these patterns and um, My dad for example, he told me that my twin brother. I have a twin brother. He's completely different He's 6'5, five, I'm 5'9. Five and um, he, uh, he's, he's, a really, he's a really calm type. So, he, as a child, he was just sleeping and then he would just sit in the corner, just chill. Just be, uh, and he would just be sitting there. And what I would do is I would be running around like crazy all day. I would, I would full speed, full throttle, um, never having the foot on the brake always on the gas pedal and always just running around, interacting with people, talking to strangers, striking up a conversation here, uh, being silly there and always active. And that kind of explains why when a a Sam Evans tells me to well, just push through the pain, sit down, focus on the tasks, the laptop stuff, and just don't waver and just sit there for hours every day and do the work and get it done that I'm kind of struggling with that. Uh, kind of struggling with sitting still. And listen to me, I'm a super focused guy. I know how to focus. I'm disciplined as fuck. Like I just finished an entire week of meditation in the sun, uh, one hour every day in the mornings, in the in the super hot sun here in Cyprus. So it's not a discipline problem. It's not a willpower problem. Uh, I, I don't have problems with willpower discipline. I'm really, really good with that. But it's just not my natural habitat. It's just not what works for me. So that's why, yeah, that's why we kind of said like, in that call, like, actually you can't listen to anyone that uh, gives you advice unless they are very, very similar to you, unless they went through same, the similar experiences in you. So for for me to tell someone, hey, just turn up the camera and just start talking, super easy. And this INTJ guy who's like super, super smart. Loves using his brain power and he's just like, oh, but what about this? What about that? You know It just just doesn't work and then yeah, basically you can learn these things you can um, You can develop new character traits I believe that and you can and I could with a lot of work Make myself sit still at a on a laptop and train myself that way, but I think it would take a long time it would make me miserable <laughs> It would it would suck and um, in the end, I would have what Dan Sullivan calls a really strong weakness. Um, and if I put that time into activities that I actually enjoy, which is, for example, creating content, just talking, 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 talking. I like to talk in case you haven't noticed. Um, then I get such a better return. I actually, it, life just becomes so much easier because I'm doing what I am I was kind of built for. And um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Uh, the results that I get are much much better because I'm already starting at such a high point, as in talent-wise, that it's like, oh, it comes natural to me, it's easy for me, that, um, yeah, I just get way further than those people that that try to do something that they're not naturally good at or drawn to or were built for. Someone like Elon Musk, also an INTJ personality type called The Mastermind. Uh, If you check out the description, it is exactly what you would imagine him to be. So it even says like, usually INTJs um, are called the bookworms, and even uh, when they're when they're really young and they just learn reading, they tend to just read a lot, and it's literally what is yeah discussed in in the book about Elon Musk, um, how he was just reading books for hours as a child while everyone was playing outside, he would be reading. Um, yeah. So, do you really develop a passion or a joy for your work I think you do yes Um, especially if you get good at it but if you don't then and if things get tough it won't be a real passion it will be a learned passion so figure out what you're naturally good at look at the patterns in your childhood Uh, do personality tests such as the 16 personality tests also called the Myers-Briggs also D-I-S-C the DISC personality test then also the Colby which is K-O-L-B-E which tells you a lot about how you work best, what your natural um, mode of operation is when it comes to solving problems or achieving a result. So, everyone does it differently. Um, and then work your life around that. Create a business, a vehicle of business uh, that complements these strengths. Partner up with someone that, or hire someone that can do what you don't like to do or just suck at, which is usually the same. And um, Make it around a topic that you enjoy. That's basically it. And I think it's super important. It's, there's a lot of um, the people that say, oh, don't follow your passion, like screw, you, you don't need passion, just build something that uh, you'll enjoy, uh, that, that, that'll make money, and then you can do what you enjoy. I think uh, it definitely works for some people, but for me it doesn't. I wanna integrate my life into a mission that was all integrated. Um, so what I'm doing for work is also who I am as a person. And um, I'm just operating in that one unit, in that as that one person, like that true me. Um, and uh, some people have the passion of simply building businesses. These are people that are often admired and uh, envied because they can just build something because they love the building. For them, it's easy to just start a, something that others consider boring, but they love the building process of it. So, yeah. Um... Yeah, these are the typical, I guess, entrepreneurs that just love selling stuff and building something and achieving results and, and being competitive because competitiveness gives in the energy. So, yeah, these are just some thoughts around that. Um, so, yeah, look really look at the tasks that you're doing day-to-day in your business right now. I think um, you probably already are doing something that uh, is around a topic that you enjoy. But most importantly is actually what are the daily tasks that you do and then auditing those and looking at Which ones do you really like? Which ones give you energy? Where you're like, I could do this all day. Like for example, recording this video. It's actually the weekend. I was like, I'm kinda bored. Let's record a video. I have this thought now, this discussion today. I'll do it easy. Then also the tasks that you don't mind doing, but you know, they, have to get done, they don't drain you either, but it's like, oh yeah, okay, I have to do it. But then also the tasks that actually drain you, that you procrastinate, that you have to push yourself to do, that uh, just don't feel natural to you, where you have that anxiety coming up or just that stress while you're doing it, it just feels like you're drained after you've done it. So especially those ones, eliminate those ones first, try to eliminate them, figure figure out another way where you can get the same result without doing that. And uh, Delegate it, eliminate it, automate it, and then put more and more time into the things that actually give you an energy. And ideally you want to end up at the point where all you do is ideally just one task that you love the most. Could be public speaking. Could be solving technical problems. It could be um, doing research. Doing a ton of research and then helping your team create the result that you want with that research. Yeah, figure that out and I hope this was helpful. Uh, We're gonna do some uh, barbecue now, waiting for the guys to come over with the meat. And um, yeah, hope this was helpful. I'll see you in the next video.